Welcome to the Lead Me On podcast, where we give you practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. My name is Lori King-Taylor, and I'm here with my co-host, Lori Gorell. For more than 25 years, we've been educating and coaching individuals who want to transform the way they lead. Join us each week as we provide inspiring conversations to help you increase your capability to lead with greater impact and influence. Get ready. It's time to lead me on. Hello, Lori King-Taylor. Hello, Lori Carell. How are you today? I am fantastic. And you? I am doing just wonderful because I get to be with you again today and talk about some of my favorite topics. So today, why don't we look at those four qualities of what our teams are looking for from a leader. Perfect. I love that idea. All right. So the four that we were most recently discussing were authenticity, empathy, clarity, and action. Four very good ones. Of course, we know there are so many attributes to being a good leader, but I think starting with those four are a really good place to start. And if I can say, I would love to start with authenticity. Take it away. So when I think of authenticity, I think back to a time when I was in the corporate world and I had a boss that you never knew who was going to show up for work that day. It was always kind of a guessing game because this particular individual always tried to be something they were not. And it was confusing for us and not understanding who was going to be there and what that person was looking for and how to relate to that person and how to communicate to that person. So it kind of left all of those, all of us kind of up in the air about how our day was going to go. So essentially, you're looking at being inauthentic. He was very much inauthentic. And I think one of the biggest issues that came from that is a lack of trust. Because he couldn't be who he was, always trying to be somebody he wasn't. And keeping us kind of in that guessing game that we actually had a very hard time as his team trusting him. Isn't that interesting how we can pick up on when somebody is being fake? It's like when somebody is being super nice to us and we feel like we have been licked by sh- with sugar. <laughs> they, it was like, ooh. And you just want to be like a dog and shake it off because you can completely detect when somebody's being fake. So when we talk about authenticity, how would you define that as a quality in a leader? I would define that as a leader being able to demonstrate their best qualities and that they have spent the time with learning Emotional self-awareness, learning what it is about them that makes them tick, that they can be authentic and feel comfortable in their own skin. They can really be true to themselves on a day-to-day basis, not having to pretend that they're somebody they're not. Exactly. And I think emotionally self-aware leaders, they know their strengths, they know their limitations, understand their emotions, and that 
speaks volumes when we have that radar if somebody is fake or authentic. And that's that when that trust comes in, when we have our radar out and we're like, oh, authentic, then you can really go with trusting them and following them as a leader. And I think we, as followers of this particular individual or or teammates of this particular individual are more willing to accept their flaws because an authentic person is going to know what their flaws are as well. And they're going to readily admit them. And so we as teammates can be able to say, you know, okay, so she's just not strong in that particular area. Instead of trying to pretend like you are, and trying to always be perfect and always be the know-it-all and feel like they have strengths in every area. Yeah, and that it's that's quite okay, right? That we have deficits. We're human. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It makes us human to be able to say, okay, I'm just not strong in this area. And that's, you know, with my team, that's what I like to, you know, surround myself with people who are stronger than I am in different areas and be able to say, you know, you know more about this than I do. I may be the leader, but you know more about this than I do. So I'm going to defer to you. Absolutely. So if we then look at empathy as a quality in a leader and how would you, what does that mean to you? So I really think that, empathizing as a leader, that quality within a leader is just really being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Even if you cannot fully understand the situation that they're in, you try to. You acknowledge what they may be going through. You acknowledge their difficulties. You acknowledge the different challenges because the challenges are different than what your challenges are. But you acknowledge them and you're willing to kind of walk a mile in their shoes and not expect things of them that they just can't deliver. And I see that as an individual empathizing with an individual, but also looking at empathizing with a group or with your organization. So a leader is often going to need to lead change management, some big organizational change. And for a leader who is really good at demonstrating empathy, they've put the change, and we'll say, in, in a circle in the center of a page, just for a way to describe it. And they walk all the way around that change. And they look at what impact that change might have on different groups, different parts of their organization, perhaps even specific people in the organization, so that they are walking, they're walking the circle, but they're walking in somebody else's shoes to say, how can I address this head on? Because I know it's going to have an impact because it is change and they are human. Mm -hmm. And understanding that some personalities embrace that change and they're excited and they're thrilled about it and they're ready to take the bull by the horns and just go as it might be for another person. There's fear that's associated a lot of times with change. So empathizing with an individual who might be fearful of what the change is going to bring in the future. Right. So I had a client who was struggling with one of her managers that worked at the organization. 
And she was telling me about this, this manager, and she felt really betrayed by the manager. And I said, well, let's step back and let's look at what does that manager have going on in their world? Are they the breadwinner, right? Are, do they, are they supporting extended family? What might be behind some of the demands they're making? And it really shifted the approach that the leader took with that manager. Yeah, and I think in the world we're living in right now, we need to be empathetic to what people are going through uh, at home and in their work lives. You know, I, I've used the example in this podcast many times since uh, the pandemic hit that like many other individuals, I'm working from home with a husband who's working from home and two teenage children who are trying to do school from home. That's a whole different world and there's whole different dynamics than someone who A, is working from home by themselves or just working from home with a spouse or somebody who's going into the office. There's so many different dynamics um, that play into that. And I had a a client I was doing some coaching with and she is literally uh, working from home. Her husband's working from home. She has triplet eight-year-olds who are schooling from home. So during her work day, not only is she trying to get her work done, because she's got three triplets who are eight years old, so not a lot of self-motivation, self-direction in eight-year-olds, not a lot of that in teenagers sometimes either, but she's having to teach them at the same time that she's trying to work. So if I were her leader, how I approached her would be very different Uh, than maybe how I would approach somebody else in the organization who's not dealing with the same challenges. Right. And that's what our people want from us as a leader. They want us, they want to see that we're empathizing, that we've taken it into consideration. So even if the message is that you need them to step it up a little, they will hear it more clearly because you've demonstrated that you get where they're coming from. Well, and I think, too, you asked the question is, of the individual, I need you to step it up a little bit, but how can that work in your present situation? So do you need to spend 8 to 10 or 8 to 12 or whatever working with your children, and therefore maybe you're working, for me, from 7 to 10? You know? So what is it going to look like you know, for you? And help me help you. Right, make it that two-way street. But again, you're, you're demonstrating that you're paying attention to them as an individual. So another uh, quality I think that's really important in a leader is clarity. Clarity is key, and I think, yes, it's important for a leader to have it, and it's also important for the people in the organization to ask for it. Exactly. Yeah. If your leader is not being clear, then you need to be able to ask very um, distinct questions so that you have clarity in what you're doing. But as a leader, we really do have to try to make sure that our communication with the people that we work with is very direct and very clear, that they have a true understanding of what's needed, when it's needed, the priorities. I know I deal a lot of my clients um, struggle with 
having multiple things being thrown at them and not understanding the priorities um, of those particular projects. A, a good leader really needs to be able to say, okay, I've just dumped 23, 20 things on your desk, but here's the priority of those. I also think as a leader providing clarity, letting everyone know how they contribute to the overall goals of the organization. How do they feed into the success? And that level of clarity is critical because it allows people to get behind the mission. It allows people to get excited. It also lets them bring up questions. If they want to have more detail, then you can provide it, but you have to let them know where they fit in in the organization. And I think that's really important at all levels of the organization. I think some positions, uh, you kind of know what your position and how that fits into the overall. But I think of, you know, take automotive manufacturing. And you have, in an assembly line, you have one person putting one widget on one piece, uh, one part but you don't really understand what that means to the whole of the vehicle. So where does that fit in with the vehicle? How, why is that important to the vehicle? What are the safety ramifications for that? And really being able to, when they are putting that widget on that particular part, they can feel good about what they're doing because they understand in the end how important it is to the success of the organization overall. Right, and there, that level of clarity then there's not guesswork. There's not people guessing what they should do, guessing what steps, which leads to missteps, which leads to frustration. So the more clear you can be through the entire process, whether it's company goals or your role on the production line, clarity is so critical. And I think too, when we talk about clarity, I think it's really important for leaders to be able to clarify what the values of an organization are to their people so that they kind of understand the overall of where that organization fits even in the world you know where how what's our role there so what are our values and, and being able to go back to those values go back to the mission statement when i work with organizations it's everything you do has to go back to that mission statement if you're taking something on that's not a part of that mission statement, you, you're taking a bunny trail. So, but do you even know what that is? And being able to clarify for your people on a constant basis what your, your mission and your values are within the organization. Finally, let's talk action. You know I love some action. <laughs> and, and I have found myself being more driven toward action than ever. And I think it is really about ensuring results because if you're, you have to have the clarity in the action part as well, who's doing what? Because I have been really focused on those end results and not that that's completely new, but it's a renewed focus for me. And that action, even at the family level is who is doing what, by when, and so that we can all hold each other accountable to doing it. Mm -hmm. Able to say, okay, before I can do my part, 
I need you to complete your part and I know you're going to complete your part by a certain time. You know, I, I'm a very action oriented, very results oriented individual. So to me, it's like, we got to move. We've, we got to keep moving. Um, it's important for that leader to know when to take action and then maybe even when to hold back on that. Our people need that. They need to see that action is happening, that we're making progress. And within that action, it's reporting back and saying, this is where we said we are going and this is how far along we are. And having that regular communication to show that the action is being taken. It reminds is um, vision without action is a dream and action without vision is a nightmare. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is, it's, it's very chaotic if there's a lot of action when it's not focused towards anything. So there needs to be the focus, but it's also very frustrating when we knew what the vision was, but nothing's happening toward it. Exactly. So it all needs to be brought together. Perfect. So some practical solutions for extraordinary leadership is a true leader needs to be authentic, should demonstrate empathy, provide clarity for their team, and take action. It has been a pleasure, and I look forward to when we bring a few more qualities of leadership to our group. Me too. Thank you. See you later. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, we would so appreciate a review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. If you're interested in knowing more about our upcoming events or working with one of us personally to transform the way you lead, visit our websites. For Lori King-Taylor, visit trinityperformancesolutions.com. And for Lori Gorell, visit Upward solutions cc.com until next week